0: if you've been wondering what you should consider before getting a tiny house so that you do it in the smart way, the way that some of us wish we would have done it before becoming a tiny house owner, if so, this is the podcast episode for you. Hello, I'm Angela Barnard, and I'm excited that you're here. This is the second episode of the Tiny Home Dream podcast, where we're all about helping you make your tiny home dream a reality the smart way. All right, so in this episode, I'm going to give you seven things to consider before getting a tiny house. Here we go. The first thing, like I said back in episode one, was to consider your vision, consider what you want your life to be like, what is important to you, what do you want to do with your time? Because even if, you know, let's say you're an outdoorsy person and having that outdoor equipment that you need, like the bikes, the kayaks, your other diving gear or hiking gear or whatever kind of gear that you need for the things that you want to do, you need to have a space to store that stuff. So that needs to be considered when you're thinking of the kind of tiny house that you want. If if those activities are really important to you, you want to design it in a way that honors that. Um, And then there's more things that are involved in your vision of who you want to be. If health is important to you, then you might want to consider where would you be moving your body in your space, um, the storage of maybe like some health supplements or whatever it is that you need. If your animals are important to you, um, where will they be? Uh, What kind of situation maybe is best for them or your significant others or your children, whoever is moving in with you? There's so much to consider, but really just honing in on your vision in for your life and how you want to live it and your goals to help you decide what kind of tiny house is best for you. All right, so the second thing to consider is your finances, all the finances that would be involved in getting this tiny house, because let's be real, it's not just about purchasing the tiny house itself. You need to consider the land. Um, if you're going to be buying land, if you're going to be renting the land, like where are you going to have this tiny house? Um, you need to be thinking about if there's additional costs for the setup with the sewer and, you know, any other energy sources, whatever it is that you need. Think about that. Um, think about if even if you would have to move Outside of a city area, like the transportation that would also be involved for you to continue your work or whatever it is that you want to do. That's another thing to consider. Um, and another thing with tiny homes is that, unlike other kinds of homes that you purchase, some people get a little weary with the tiny homes because they feel like they either maintain their value or Lose their value because a lot of times people that want to get a tiny house don't want to buy one that's already made. They kind of want to custom design their own. You tend to see that, um, but there's there's other ways that you can still be you know using it have your tiny home bring income in for you and things like that. But you want to consider this because when you buy another home, another kind of home can go up in value, but that has a lot to do with the land. In the location of it going up. So with a tiny house, it's different. So you just want to consider that um, that it's that it's okay that maybe I don't know how to say this right, that you might not make as much money from it as an investment unless you're doing you're finding other creative ways to make the money. All right, so um clearly that's not my area of expertise, but it's just something to consider. And then I just recommend that you create a budget and you also price check things so that you know what makes sense on like how much a tiny home is going to cost. Like go to multiple builders and see what they're selling it for versus just going with one that you find first. Um, also checking to make sure if you're moving your tiny house in a certain place or you want to that just double check to see what the rules are. Related to the kind of tiny house that they would like, there. Um, Even I'm moving on to the next thing is insurance. You might want to contact different insurance agencies and see, you know, what they would cover because sometimes there's certain specifications under what they'll cover, like how the home is built. It needs to be built a certain way or a certain size and all that thing. And you want to be able to make sure that you can insure this. And in The tiny home community, a lot of us have experienced uh, challenges with getting insurance. I feel like it's getting easier now that it's the movement is continuing to happen and more people want tiny homes and more people are getting on board to insure them. But, um, it can be it can also be kind of expensive compared to other kinds of insurances that you're used to and i think sometimes people aren't thinking of that so just to put it in perspective from just what i know i know that we pay i think it's like 600 and i don't know it's under $650 something between 630 and 650 um range a year for our tiny house to cover it and then i just got another quote to see if another insurance company was cheaper, because I thought it might be, since I can go through USAA, and I think it was like close to eleven hundred, so it was significantly more through them. And then I think my neighbors pay around something similar to what we pay. So um, just so that you can know, <laughs> and you might need a hunt. So I would ask other people because a lot of places, insurance companies will not cover them. So you got to find the right insurance, and you need to consider that in your budget is what I'm trying to say. All right, next thing. We talked a little bit about this already, but the location. Um just making sure too that this location honors your values too. I mean, just an example. Where we live right now, my husband and I love running and where we live, it's basically, you know, in the foothills of the mountains and it's kind of dangerous to go run where we want to run and I remember thinking like, darn it, like when we found the community. But then I was like, wait, you know, there's a state park close by. um, We can figure it out. We can go park at the church and then it's safer in those subdivisions to do a running or walk. But anyways, these are just things that you might want to consider, like your other hobbies around where you specifically decide to have your home. Consider your other stuff, your work, the other things. It's like, "Mm, obviously, but I can tell you from doing years of career coaching. Um, and working with people with tiny homes, not something that people always consider. So I wanted to make sure that you're thinking of this. Um, and then be thinking about, we mentioned earlier, like how it's going to work with the electric and the sewer. And even like in that area, I know for our community, you don't get to just buy any tiny house and bring it into this community. They're very particular about which company you go through and you know, what the tiny house looks like, even the same thing with our shed and other things that we build. And it's just to keep it the way that they want it to be, which I totally get it. But that's stuff that you want to know. You want to do some research on. So you can make you can plan accordingly with finances. Because you might have to pay a little more for something than you thought you would have. You know, like a shed or something else that you might need. Um also be thinking about that. If you need the storage, make sure the the area that you're at you're able to build the storage that you need. Um, we were working with a client who wanted access to the roof so that she can go up there and look at the stars and things like that. And like, that's important to you, just consider that and consider, is that, is that fine with the zoning where you're at? Can you add things up there? And, you know, like instead of being disappointed later when you find out that you can't. Um, another thing to consider is the climate. And that has a lot to do with how you're gonna build your tiny home. You know, like if you're in a really hot climate and you're sleeping in the loft upstairs, like my husband and I do, you might wanna consider having additional windows to allow the airflow. And think about the cost of what you would need for air conditioning units. Um, you know, in a cold climate, thinking about just even your lifestyle around like if you're gonna be spending more time indoors. You know, do you want that? Are you okay with that? Um, Or what other, what are you going to do to make sure you're getting yourself out of the space? Um, How do you make sure that your pipes don't freeze and stop the cold air from coming, like, I guess, from the ground? And there's there's a lot of new stuff that you can get with heating in the ground and just things that you want to consider. And even if you want to move your tiny house in the future, is it set up so that you can move from a hot to a cold climate or vice versa, you know? Um, next thing, moving on, I I can go on about all the things to consider, but we're keeping this short. So the next thing is to consider, basically, I guess the best way to word this is like in what's coming in and what's going out of the tiny house. So think about the energy that you need to come in. Um, outlets, even when you're designing, think about having enough outlets. That's something a lot of people get frustrated about later, but they didn't think about when they were designing it um think about your water like how that's going to go out or waste um how you want that set up all right so inputs and outputs and the last thing mentioned a little bit earlier cuz these all relate to each other is just thinking about other people's needs if they're going to be living with you too or other creatures like if you have pets what is crucial to their well-being do they need space to walk or run. Like in our community, we have a little dog park area, and they also have a space around where they can go for a walk. That's stuff that you want to consider. With our cats, we wanted to consider how we would make sure that they would have fresh air, and we had screened the porch, and then that cost additional money, so we had to figure out how much, you know, that stuff was going to be. Um and then just other things in your build that would make it more pleasant for you to live with other creatures or other people. So another example is, you know, like if you have animals really thinking about where you're going to put their food, Um, there's so much you need to think about with storage on the inside with like where you're going to put your canned goods um, and other things that are important to you, like your weights. Like I'm just thinking that because I'm sitting next to my weights right now um, for us to exercise and your clothes. I mean, that's later. That's a a thing later on we can talk about, okay? Because it can get overwhelming. (laughs) But anyways, consider the others. That will be living with you and the other creatures. And then when I say other humans, think about too what do they need to be happy and that they, things that they really enjoy, and how can you make sure you carve a space out for them? Do they need their own kind of office setup too? Um, so there's kind of two, so you can be a little away from each other to do that. Like my husband and I have created, you know, he goes, does his thing upstairs. I do my thing in the back room. He loves to jam out with his music up there. I love to do my podcasting back here. So just stuff to consider. All right. So let's do a quick recap of all the things. Number one is your vision. How do you want your life to be like? What is important to you? Consider that before getting a tiny house. And the second thing is all the finances that you you will need with the land or the renting of the space or um, anything else that you want to build a part of the home that's additional all of that stuff or what what you might lose out on later on, but you're willing to be okay with that, consider that. And the next thing, the location, making sure it aligns up with your values um, and what you need, your work, all the things, electric sewer, blah, all that stuff. And then um, insurance, that you can get insurance. And even insurance with transportation, I forgot to mention that, but usually with the builder who's ever transporting it, or whoever you hire to do so, if you need to, um, they will have some kind of policy, but you wanna double check and, you know, just make sure all of that's covered. And then uh, the climate, and then lastly, the inputs and outputs, and wait, not lastly, one more thing, the other people living with you or other creatures that you love. Consider them. All right, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, let us know by leaving us a review that helps people find the show and it really helps us out. So, thank you so much for that. And if you have any requests, you have any questions, feel free to reach out and message us over at Tiny Home Dream Podcast on our Instagram. All right, y'all. Have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.